0: E3 2018 just wrapped up and we have a lot to talk about. This is now loading a video game podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. This is your host, Zach, coming to you live from New York. And you may have been able to tell that we now have a name for the podcast. So we're really stepping up our game. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, I'm joined by Kyle in Pennsylvania What's going on, people? And Casey in Los Angeles. What's happening? (laughs) So we are here to discuss all things E3. We saw a ton of announcements, and again, we're just going to kind of go through conference by conference, game by game, and take a deep dive into what we really saw and what games we liked and what we're most excited for. Um, but before we do that, I just want to get your guys' initial reactions. Kyle, what did you think of all the press conferences?
1: Uh, man, I, I, got, I, I got to catch a good bit of most of all of them, and I, I was pretty excited, man. There were some titles that I'm definitely looking forward to. Uh, you know, the Xbox stuff, not as much because I'm not really on that scene, but the PlayStation and Switch stuff, looking awesome. I'm pretty excited for all that stuff.
0: Nice, Casey.
2: Yeah, overall, um, I think it was a pretty solid E3. Um, I think some parties didn't have as uh, you know many mic drop moments as past years, aka Sony. But um, yeah, I think Bethesda killed it, and I think uh, Nintendo has some exciting stuff, and even Xbox, is, I'm pretty excited about. So overall, solid.
0: Nice, uh, a yeah, solid I'm... B
1: plus, guys, for the E3. <laughs>
0: Awesome. So I didn't tell Casey and Kyle what we're going to do next, but we have a new segment to the show that I'm calling Quick Cuts. What? What? I uh, I
1: wasn't consulted about this new segment.
0: (laughs) Maybe there's a jingle for this segment, too. I don't know. We'll see what we come up with. But real quick, Casey, (laughs) give me your top three announcements from all of E3. No explanation behind any game.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. I got to go Super Smash Brothers Ultimate very excited about that um uh, wow <laughs> putting you on the uh, spot no explanation <laughs> just list three games uh starfield i'm pulling that one out of the future um doom eternal for sure i'm i'm
0: very excited about that okay one. perfect and kyle what are your three quick cuts okay
1: quick cuts I might have gotten inordinately excited about this one, but Super Mario Party, because that's one that the whole family can have fun with. You know, I'm a Mario Party guy. Um, That's number three, though. That's not, uh, you know, two and one. But, uh, man, I don't know about number two, but I'm going to jump right to one. Um, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice is my number one, because I'm a From Software, Soulsborne kind of guy. So Mm -hmm. that one looked awesome. I'm excited for that a lot, for sure.
0: Cool. Um, And now let's just go conference by conference and game by game. Um, And to start off, once again, Electronic Arts. Looking at this conference, I don't know if they really needed their own one. They didn't really announce anything new. and They didn't really show too much that I saw. But (laughs) what we talked about in our preview podcast was, I wonder if they'll change. And kind of how they started off with was, we promised to change. Just listen to us, guys. We will. What are your guys' thoughts on that?
1: It, it reminds me of uh the Facebook ad that's on right now that's like it was a place for your moments with family do you, you notice know? every commercial <laughs> is like that right now
0: I've been watching what that like everyone's bunch of stuff.
1: A- apologizing or what yeah there's a Wells Fargo one where they apologize <laughs> Oh, yeah because they cause they, they screwed an, up big time as well
0: yeah there's an uber one where they apologize
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's it's not yeah that's her
0: yeah, go ahead, Casey. It
2: certainly seems to be the theme for uh, 2018. It's just a lot of
0: apologies being <laughs> felt out, but so what can you do? I'm excited to open a loot box, and when I open that loot box, out will come an Electronic Arts apology commercial. So
1: Yeah, or or <laughs> just, you know, got, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I had a, something a cool. I had something happening. real sick
1: to add on to that, but then it just never Thanks. came out, so. <laughs>
0: Thank you for your additional commentary. Yeah, it's only the
1: second <laughs> podcast, guys. Just wait. I, on the third one, I'll have my shit together. They'll so. <laughs> nail <Yeah>. it.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, besides that, they went into Battlefield 5, and of course, they announced this as everyone expected they did. They're going to do a Battle Royale mode um, for her Battlefield 5. Um, it makes sense. These games already, we played Battlefield 4 a bunch, um, already had like 64 player uh, multiplayer, So mm-hmm. just add 36 more people in there. You got 100 and can do Battle Royale. What do you guys think?
2: Uh, yeah. yeah, I think it totally makes sense for Battle Battlefield uh, since they already kind of catered towards that really large map kind of uh, multiplayer. So, I mean, that's all the hype right now is the Battle Royale stuff. So I think it was very much expected and makes sense. I'm sure it'll do great.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to Animal Crossing Battle Royale. That's the one I'm looking forward. To. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no, I just think yeah, it it makes sense for them to do it. That's the craze. Um, I love I loved Battlefront. That's an unpopular opinion, but I, I like Star Wars in the game a lot. And the, yeah, those those big battles. Um, I did play a little bit of Battlefield 4 as well, but those uh, big battles get pretty epic. So uh, yeah, add 36 more. Let's let's do it. It's pretty tight.
0: Cool. Um, and then they did actually announce a new game, um, a sequel, Unravel 2, which was um, a sequel to a platformer game. That, that's pretty fun. It's more of a, a shorter game, but it is fun. You kind of play as a ball of yarn, I guess, and you use your yarn to um, solve puzzles and do some platforming. Mm-hmm. Um, and the cool thing about this announcement yeah. was it's, one of the times where they announced the game and actually dropped the game on the same day, which I'd love to see more. I think that's really exciting. I think it's actually a really good way to get people to buy your game because people are just in mass watching E3 and they just want to grab any new thing they can. So
1: for a smaller title like this, I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, they Beyonce'd that. It was nice.
2: <laughs> yeah, very, very nice drop. I actually did play the first Unravel game and I didn't quite beat it, but Uh, I thought it was overall looked amazing and had great music and uh, the platforming wasn't my favorite, but uh, it was definitely a charming game. So I was surprised and happy to see them drop another one.
0: Yeah, that's exactly how I felt about it. I played it a little bit. Um, My roommate back in San Francisco kind of told me, he's like, you got to play this (laughs) because it's on EA Access. He's like, you got to play this Unravel game and definitely very charming, um, very enthralling with the music. Um, Excited to check out the second one as well. Um, And then finally, with Electronic Arts, we got more news on Anthem, which is something we are really excited to hear, Um, and they gave us a release date of February 22nd, 2019. Are you guys excited for this one? Seems like no. (laughs) Seems like no one is excited Uh, for this game.
1: In in case it got edited out, uh, that was like 30 seconds of silence after he asked that question. So um, to be honest, it's not really a game that's on my radar. I mean, it's just like... I, I don't know. Casey? <laughs> yeah,
2: I was I was kind of waiting to hear uh, your guys' response first, because honestly, uh, to me, the game looks cool, but it also looks like another kind of like Destiny-esque type game, which definitely is really popular with a lot of people, but um, I've, I've tried those games, and I just can't get my, you know, teeth sunk into them, so um, you know, we'll see. Maybe it has something different to offer, but as far as the persistent kind of multiplayer online game um, yeah i'm just not super into it but it definitely looks pretty cool overall yeah
1: sometimes like i don't i don't know exactly if this is how it's going to be but the games that there's no real end goal in sight like well that's the way i felt about destiny was like you just keep doing things but you don't really have like a reason to be doing them and it just feels kind of odd i don't know if that's how this game's going to end up but uh yeah it just uh it seems like you know after a while you're just like i don't need to be jumping on this every day anymore you know?
0: <laughs> so, it's amazing how much yeah. bad blood um, Destiny has earned for that entire genre of games. Where people is like, I know it's a different studio, but again, it's EA. Um, so EA combined with a Destiny type game, um, it <laughs> seems like a recipe for disaster. But we'll see. And <laughs> gameplay wise, it looks really good. I mean, graphically, it looks really good. So
1: yeah, I, um, I, I'm gonna wait till one I of you guys buy good. it. One of you guys can buy it, and then I'll come over and like check it out for like ten minutes, and then I'll be set.
0: There we go. Sounds like a plan. That's how games work sometimes. That's how you buy them. Um, Let's move on to the next day. That was all that was on Saturday, really. A pretty lame Saturday for E3. It's weird how they do E3 in general with Sunday and Monday being the main days and not Saturday and Sunday, but I don't know why that is. Monday is the new Friday. Apparently. Apparently that's what it is. Um, But on Sunday, um, we got a lot out of this one. Um, We had Microsoft, too. Um, basically went two hours long here, announcing a ton of stuff, um, and more so than just first-party titles. They announced a lot of third-party par- third titles um, that are will be cross-platform, and we'll kind of go through those as well. But they started off big. They didn't show us much, but they told us that Halo Infinite is coming. And with Halo Infinite is a new um, art style, kind of going back to the old art style, and a new game engine. Um, mm. So I think they listened to fans. They... Um, are trying to go back to what people really loved about the Halo series originally, kind of going back to letting you play as Master Chief more and just trying to relive those moments from back in 2001 when Halo first came out.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's. uh, I mean, I'm not an Xbox guy, like I said, but uh, it's definitely going to bring back PTSD from um, my uh, middle school days of the LAN party in my friend's basement, everyone making fun of me, how I'm just spinning in circles and looking at the ceiling—that was my first Halo <laughs> experience, and um, the two
0: joystick thing—you couldn't figure out. Yeah,
1: you... yeah, but eventually I got it. I, I, I was used to the GoldenEye one one joystick system. So. Have you guys <laughs> gone back and oh. tried to play
0: GoldenEye? It's like impossible now. Yeah,
1: it it has it, <laughs> aged horribly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm... I I. S-
2: I, I strangely had a similar uh, first experience with Halo 1 back in the day like I kind of went to a friend's house after it had been out for a while and I tried to like you know just pick it up and play but the dual stick thing was totally throwing me <laughs> off and I was just getting murdered left and right so um, overall that's why I hate Halo to this day. <laughs>
1: but it, I, I do think it's just cool kidding. that they're bringing back uh, a little bit of the roots of the series though because people love the series for, yeah, it does, for that era so. it
2: it does have, like, a a definite, like, visual um, kind of throwback look to it, to, like, the, the earlier Halo games, which I did
0: play 1 and 2, which uh, were really cool. And, uh, Red versus blue. I'm also excited about the new engine. Oh, uh,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't really show us much besides that. They kind of just told us these facts. They didn't give us a release date or anything. World um, premiere. They didn't show us any gameplay or anything. It's just like, <laughs> it's coming. Trust us. Uh, and I like that they dropped the numbering system, too. I think it's something we've seen from a lot of games where once you get high enough, it's like, okay, we get it. You know what I mean? Like, Halo 69. Let's Halo... take it back to one. Yeah, like Halo 6 <laughs> doesn't sound as good. Halo Infinite sounds kind of cool, though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sounds cool to me.
0: <laughs> um, their next announcement, this one had been announced before, but we kind of got more gameplay and more footage of it, Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Um, it's a Metroidvania-style game, um, which will have you backtracking, platforming. The first one was super, super fun. Um, exclusive to Xbox. I think it's one of their better exclusive titles, which is surprising because it's more of a budget title as well, where it normally comes in less than $30. Um, Have you guys checked out the first one? Have you heard anything about it? I heard it was a
2: great game. I haven't played it, but honestly um, those games, as well as like Cuphead and some of those other indies are kind of like the big reasons I I would get an Xbox. I still don't have one, but um, I would definitely pick those games up if I got one and i think they look like beautiful.
0: Yeah, Cuphead is i don't i didn't have it written down here. Um they did announce some new DLC for it, um which is exciting. Um Kyle and i played Cuphead. <laughs> I was about and to it say. was it was a struggle for Kyle. It's a hard game. It's a very hard
1: game. Yeah. Um, now listen guys, you know, before you get the wrong idea, some soon I'm, there's going to be some gameplay on the channel. I'm not like the worst gamer in the world by any stretch of the imagination, but there's some things in gaming that just you know really irk me and just like you know it's everyone's been there but you know Cuphead was Uh, Cuphead was like I wanted to oh man I was getting heated and it but it but it's a great it's I think it has one of the coolest art styles I've ever seen in a video game but I'm also you know a really big fan of like the really old Looney Tunes cartoons and the 20s animation so that was awesome
0: yeah, the art style is amazing. Very difficult game, which is good because it's a short game as well, so it kind of keeps you occupied for a while, despite
1: it being short. Yeah, and the little, um, the little part where it shows you that you almost got to, like, like it shows your progress, that's so addicting, because you're just like, if oh, I only would have gotten a little further, I would have
0: been here, and it's it's I would have awesome. beat the boss. It's a lot of memorization of patterns, but it's fun. I enjoy it, so I'm excited for the DLC. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how much the DLC costs for that, because the game itself was only $20, so... A lot of DLC that comes out. $25. you got Like Assassin's Creed, <laughs> Season Pass, $70 or whatever they are now. My God. That's <laughs> not that much, but I, I think they're like 50 <laughs> so not that much hyperbole. $70 you
1: for your firstborn child.
0: You guys will like this next game <laughs> I'm going to bring up. Um, and I was kind of surprised to be seen at the Xbox conference, um, kind of out of nowhere. Shadows Die Twice. Whoop. Oh, yeah. Whoop yeah I'm, I'm super stoked for this game um
2: obviously a from software game and i think they produce only top quality material if you're into like their kind of style of games um this one seems to be a bit of a departure it definitely kind of has that bloodborne-esque kind of feel to it but even like on more cocaine and just really <laughs> amped up and uh <laughs> ninjas how do you know what that is and stuff. how do you
0: know what cocaine is
2: yeah. as uh, I've read it in the in a
1: book. On Reddit. That's, that's all. About I it.
0: thought you said a subreddit. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like you on the cocaine subreddit?
1: R slash cocaine. cocaine. subreddit. So. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, go, ahead, go, go, ahead, go we, ahead. We don't
0: know what that is, so don't visit that. <laughs> yeah, well, please don't.
1: But uh yeah, yeah. My man my take on it too. I'm this is the like I said, this is the game I'm most excited about. Um I'm a huge most
0: th- th- that wow, that's like crazy. yeah, that's uh
1: a lot. Yeah, it, it uh, like I love Bloodborne and I love the personality. I, uh, I I'm a huge Dark Souls fan as well, but I think like Bloodborne notched it up with like, just, um, ex- like interesting characters, interesting locations. To me, it appealed a little bit more with the, man, that whole atmosphere and theme. And this one seems even like, this one seems a little even more over the top and wild and just all over the place. So I think they're going in the right direction with you know they have the the gameplay is so solid, but it looks like. The world has even more personality than it's ever had in a Soulsborne.
2: Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, I think the From Software games are just—they just like ooze with this twisted style. And um, when Neo came out uh, a couple years ago, um, that's kind of what I was hoping would kind of you know be the same as Bloodborne, but like you know samurai uh, setting. Yeah. But it didn't quite have the same amount of style and like twistedness as um, the From games have. So this kind of looks to fill that that uh, void Yeah,
1: totally agree. I thought Neo was cool to an extent, but it's just not from, you know, so.
0: Yeah, Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that um, in more detail once we get to the Sony conference. Um, But moving Mm -hmm. on, speaking of a game that's going probably in the right direction, a franchise that's going the right direction, this one kind of excited me and I haven't even played any of these games, but it looks really good. Uh, Devil May Cry 5. um, Updated art style, they I watched a like gameplay video afterwards where they said, how do we modernize this game and they kind of are modernizing the art style and making it more realistic but taking that same uh gameplay that Ca- Capcom was known for with the Devil May Cry series and modernizing that.
1: Yeah, I I'm a so yeah. I've always heard really good things about this series. I haven't um myself played much of it. I might have tried it back in the day a little bit, but it, it's a it's a beat 'em up, am I right? Like a
0: like a hack and slash kind of thing. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I believe that's correct. So we yeah. know we know so much about Devil May Cry, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The new, the new one looks cool, it, so I think
1: I think that's, it's that's a that's video game. It is a video game. So you plug There's you plug you there. plug the box into the the TV, mm-hmm. and then you yeah, it definitely uses a TV. I, I think mm. I'm excited for. That. <laughs> Cool. Glad. Yeah. All the Devil May Cry fans are really gonna love our podcast. So. Yeah. The developers of that May Cry, yeah. if they hear what we just said about it, but, you know. So. Anyway. <laughs> that was yeah. One of those classic games. I just pun. also never played. I'm here for the puns, Zach. I really am. Right, that's, we need. We need someone. We need a pun. Everyone needs a pun guy.
0: Um. And then if we did my quick cuts, one of the games that I'm most excited about, Forza Horizon 4. I sent you guys gameplay of this game, and it looked better than I even thought it would. Um, they're managing to hit 4K, 60 frames per second on the Xbox One X. Woo! Uh, it's okay. uh, I, I played through all the Forza Horizons now. I was never like a major racing fan, um, but Forza Horizon does something that kind of captivates you and just hooks you it adds rpg elements and open world elements into the racing genre and kind of combining all those elements really brings out something special and makes you want to keep playing these games and kind of go for all the achievements um what did you guys think of the gameplay
1: yeah I, i i had played um number three at your place actually a couple months ago and uh I was just sitting there waiting for you to do something, and I was just like hooked. It was well for a couple hours. I thought it was awesome. I thought the, just the just the visuals is enough to blow you away. But of course, the controls are really awesome, and the, hey, it just looks great. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, I I haven't had a chance to play these games since they're on Xbox. But uh, as far as the visuals go, I think it's one of the best looking car games out there, which is saying a lot because there's a lot of
0: good car games out there. <laughs> But, yeah, it looks great. With um, Xbox Game Pass, too, we talked about this on the last podcast, how all first-party Microsoft Studio games are going to uh, Xbox Game Pass the day they launch. And I think this is the first one that people are, like, really excited about. Like, that will get people to subscribe to Game Pass. And it's coming out sooner than I expected. It's coming out in October. So, really excited for that one. And then when you talk about first-party Studio games going to Game Pass let's talk about the acquisition of five new studios for Microsoft studios. And hopefully that helps out their first party library. But the one, I think that was the biggest surprise and Casey. I know this one prize surprised to you is Ninja theory. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was, I was actually really surprised, but in a happy way to hear that they acquired, you know, five studios, including, uh, the most prominent one, probably being Ninja theory. Um, I think that's Microsoft's answer to their kind of lack of exclusives on this generation, and I think they're completely lining up their deck right now. And it'll still be several years before these studios come out with exclusive games, but um, I think it's what Microsoft had to do. And uh, it's cool that they announced it and kind of provided that answer for their exclusive, um, you know, game.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. If, if, yeah. Is the, if this is. Uh... This is just might be off camera, quick, but that's the one that did Neo and stuff. That uh, Ninja Theory is the one that did Hellblade, uh, Ninja Gaiden, yeah. Hellblade, no. Ninja, Ninja Gaiden, Sacrifice.
0: Ninja Gaiden, actually, if we go back, to Ninja <laughs> wait, Gaiden. Wait, wait, I, I,
1: I'm thinking of a different studio that I thought, I thought Ninja Theory did do Ninja Gaiden, or is it like Ninja?
2: I think they did. Or is actually. it like Team and Ninja then they also or did
1: Hellblade? Like that. Maybe I, I don't know.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. There's a
0: yeah, lot of anyway, I don't know. delete that. We can look things up. We're on a computer, I guess. Let's look it up. <laughs> <laughs> you guys kill some time here.
2: But, um, yeah, I think that that de- uh, development studio is extremely talented, as they displayed with Hellblade. Graphically, vi- uh, really good. And then the gameplay, I thought, was also great, and story.
0: So I think... I think it's a good acquisition. This might make you guys laugh. Apparently, they did <laughs> DMC Devil May Cry in 2013. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, that makes a lot of sense now. That all adds up.
1: We're coming full circle Checks here. Out. Yeah.
0: I think they're most known for Hellblade, though. So
1: great. Yep. Yeah. But I
0: think with a bigger budget, they'll uh, be able to do a lot more and kind of expand upon um, the type of games that they were building before. Anyway. Let's move on to another, yeah. the, another couple exclusives on Microsoft's end. And this one I'm super excited about. No gameplay, no footage, not even cinematic. They just like had words on the screen. But Battletoads is coming back. Hey, uh, <laughs> I think there's a very, very smart use of their license with the Rare. And I'm, I've always been questioning why they didn't do something like this before. But new Battletoads, three-player co-op on the couch. Um, I
1: love couch co-op games. I think there needs to be more. I couldn't agree with you more. I'm (laughs) such a co op guy myself because I think, you know, half the reason why we all started playing video games was because it was our friends in a living room and we're trying to have the best time possible. And that's, uh, we need more of that. Online co op and couch co op. And uh, Battletoads are a classic franchise. Uh, I want to see the Battletoads double dragon again. (laughs) Bring that back.
0: There we go. Um, But yeah, yeah. I love,
1: I hope it is like a, like a, a spin on the classic style of uh, the beat-em-up genre but take it to a new depth almost that'd be awesome
2: yeah definitely a cool announcement uh if it, it, it fell in line with the theme of just showing logos and titles <laughs> on the screen and uh
0: and that's it but uh yeah N- nintendo exciting. has was crushing Weird. that recently with like super smash Bros. originally when they announced it and like metroid prime 4 just a logo. Yeah. Just Pokemon. Yeah. It's yeah, like it's, c- it's like when you uh, when
1: you do your homework f- five minutes before the, the before <laughs> it's due. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> like, wait, wait, uh, uh, wait, hold on. We right have another slot we didn't think about. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> battle toads. I don't know. Just write something <laughs> down. That's, uh, just type it that's in. what EA did
0: with Anthem. They copied off someone else. <laughs> yeah. The last second. Right. Oh, Anthem. That's like Destiny. <laughs> 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 yeah. And then their biggest announcement, I think, Microsoft had. And they trolled us big time with this announcement. Um, there's three new Gears games. And they first showed the <laughs> Gears logo on screen. Everyone's like, yeah, the crowd started cheering. And then out came <laughs> some Funko Pop characters. Hold up, hold up. Let's, <laughs> get a like, Let's get a few. With, like, a mobile game. It was, That was like, <laughs> the biggest buzzkill for a second. Then they're like, just kidding. Yeah. We, we do have a new game.
1: I was and hyped for was, the the Funko Pop, yo. I was hyped. Oh, no, it it, it did yeah. look cool, but I think the the wet bandits, the you know mobile
0: part of it was the like <laughs> oh some mobile game. That's kind of a buzz. Game.
1: Yeah, yeah. But but and yeah. then
0: they they moved mm-hmm. into their second game and they're like Gears Tactics. And for some reason, this one is like only on PC, I think, which is also weird. But then finally, <laughs> they moved into the big announcement: uh, Gears Five. And it's still unclear if they dropped the Of War part in the title, and they're just going with Gears 5. But gameplay for this looked really good. Um, A female protagonist, which is um, always good to see in video games because there's not many. Um, But it looks like it's going to take a really cool turn for the series in a real new tone.
2: Yeah, it was a very strange announcement because they kind of had a bubble and then they popped it with the Funko pop <laughs> and then and then you're like oh okay here's the real Gears game but then it still was like nope uh that's still not it and then they finally uh dropped the you know Gears 5 so I don't know if that was the best way to announce it it was quite the roller coaster <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah very interesting that they're gonna do three three games I guess the it's gears. smart
0: in the fact that I got us talking about all three when normally we would have only talked about the one. So True. Yeah, that's true. And then everyone thought, again, another troll job, everyone thought the Xbox conference was over. Phil Spencer came out, kind of said his closing remarks, and then um, we got core. a hacker. On a core. hacker. On.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: a hacker encore. Um, and probably the game most people were excited to see something from from any conference they're just waiting for it to pop up cyberpunk 2077 um the new game from cd CD product red which uh infamously did the witcher three which is one of the best acclaimed games of this generation so this game again no real gameplay here but it looks like it's going to be awesome we know their track record we know they do amazing things what do you guys think
2: yeah it was super cool to see that uh just the way they kind of you know dropped that announcement was really cool and uh yeah i mean i think people are completely jazzed for seeing anything about this game and sure enough they delivered it in a really cool way um who knows you know how far along it is and when it will come out but i think it provided what people were looking for and uh yeah, the the studio I think is kind of quickly climbing the ranks up there with like Naughty Dog and Rockstar as far as like uh you, you know a guaranteed awesome game. So I know people are stoked for it.
0: Do you think Cyberpunk will become a fashionable choice like steampunk has become for people? Yeah is that a fashionable choice is it it's like gears was,
1: and steam and like what, what i was
0: gonna wear my steampunk outfit for this uh podcast but that's my other podcast so
1: yeah you have oh, the yeah. steampunk um gaming prediction podcast as well <laughs> now, it's, it's just me predicting, predicting steam a steampunk game. game will come out
0: <laughs> no this one will be a steampunk game pretty sure so <laughs> yeah i yeah. can't, even, I can't yeah. even think of one
1: steampunk game the order is it no, the order no. is that one? there you go is that yeah. is that right
0: Yep, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That game was actually, yeah, game yeah. was actually surprisingly fun. It looked amazing. Yeah. Very short. I liked it. It was not worth sixty dollars. I got it for like eight dollars or whatever when it was on sale.
2: I think five. Yeah, maybe I believe it's cheaper. on sale. Steam for like four dollars yeah. right now. Three nine. It's
0: it's worth a playthrough. It look it's bright. it actually might be the best looking game on the PlayStation. That's actually saying a lot. It looks that good. Let's move on to the next E3 conference, which is Bethesda. We kinda heard a lot Ooh. about all these games leading up to E three and through the other conferences that preceded this one but their biggest announcement was fallout 76 we got a lot more news about it biggest information was that it's uh, four times the size of fallout 4 which is way too big they don't need to do that stop doing that <laughs> like i couldn't yeah. i started playing fallout 4 and i was like this is overwhelming so to make it four times the size that's just unnecessary i think like, people are just, like, throwing out buzzwords, like, our open world is this big, and we talked about the last podcast. Give me more linear, man. Like, I don't need to be jogging around, like, holding down the sprint button, trying to get to the next waypoint.
1: Yeah, that that uh, that hurts your Seriously. thumb a lot, in my opinion.
0: <laughs> yeah. A lot of games have moved to the strategy where you just click it in once, and you don't need to hold it right, in.
1: Right, right. I still hold it in out of habit, though. I know, I do, too, a lot of the time.
0: And then it makes you not sprint, so...
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, man. I'm the same way. Like, I don't know if I ever gave the series a fair shake, but I just kind of know it's not for me. I mean, I think I appreciate it for what it's trying to do and what it is, and um, just like what what that series has done for gaming. But it's just not for me. (laughs)
0: Yeah, you know, it's.
2: um, Yeah, I agree with that. It looks really cool, and I think they're taking that franchise into a cool direction and bringing it more online, uh, if people wish to play it that way. And um, but overall, uh, not for me either, just because it's too big, and I don't have enough time to play it.
0: <laughs> it's a prequel, though, so I guess if you play this one, you're good to play all the other ones after. So maybe I'll get you hooked.
1: Yeah. Maybe okay. not. Yeah, that's all maybe apart. not as well.
0: That's all of our great Fallout information. It's up there with our information on Devil May Cry, right? In terms right. of how much we know. So. Yeah, Fallout. It's wow. like
1: a, it's like a, like where the blocks come down and then you try to fit them in. Is that right? Yeah. It's yeah. Originally uh, yeah. on the TI 83, it was where you had
0: to move around. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was the best version that, of it. Yeah. That's Breakout. My bad. Yeah. Oh, uh, silly uh, you. That's <laughs> <laughs> open world Breakout. I maybe I, I would try that their next announcement was the elder Scrolls six and again a franchise i'm not very familiar with very open world and that was funny we praised them last podcast about them sticking to <laughs> linear games and then here they come out with two massive open world games yeah what True have that. you guys played any of the elder scroll games
2: i have not um uh... I've I actually did try a little bit of it I think uh, on Xbox 360 but yeah I just wasn't hooked for whatever reason something about that medieval aesthetic it's hard for me to get into
1: yeah I'm I'm pretty hit or miss with that stuff <laughs> like I, I actually do really like some medieval stuff I talked about Dark Souls and everything but yeah this one's just might be a little too much for me
0: <laughs> so Elder Scrolls 6 that was an announcement.
2: Although before it was we was announced from Bethesda, uh, I do have to give credit to, they did have two lin- linear games coming out that I'm very excited for, which are, uh, I'm assuming they're linear, uh, Doom Eternal and then Wolfenstein. Uh, Youngblood. Yeah, you're, you're
0: stealing my Thunder case, so you're taking over the host role. Those are the next two <laughs> well, things Well, he, he on my was list. fearing
2: that you
1: were going to move on to the next developer without him. Uh,
2: I thought we were going chronologically here, and, and he was, was He the was last. trying
1: to get his uh, uh, hey. his little blurb in, man.
0: The only things he I, should fear are the enemies in Doom Eternal. That was really bad. <laughs> is this
1: another? Is this another game you know that's uh, not doing the numbering system? Am I correct about that?
0: Yeah, I guess it'd be even more yeah. confusing with Doom since, I mean, they went back since, to just calling it Doom, right. but there's been a lot of other Doom yeah. games. Correct. So Yeah, Doom Doom 2 is like, there've been like two Doom 2s already. <laughs> we can't have three Doom 2s because that's Doom 6, <laughs> and that would be Doom Infinite then, as the Halo system tells us. Doom 4 factorial, right. I believe. Yes. <laughs> but Doom Eternal, yeah, I'm super excited about that. first one was great.
1: They I didn't feel really like show us like, much
0: for this. They just kind of announced it.
1: There's like buzzwords yeah. that you could just throw on to make a game a sequel. Infinite. <laughs> Infinite. Eternal. Uh,
0: Eternal's probably e- up there with it. Too. Eternal.
1: That's what I'm saying. It there, just like seems like that's. I'm not saying it's a bad yeah. name by any means, but but I mean, there's been plenty of bad names. Look at the
0: Xbox One in itself is a bad name. The Xbox ba- One X. We had Battlefield 4, yeah. then we had Battlefield 1, and now we have Battlefield 5. So. <laughs> well. Numbers. Or is it. I, I see why people G? just drop them. Anyway, Wolfenstein yeah. Youngblood looks uh, pretty cool as well. Um, online co op. You play as the twins that are born at the end of the new Colossus. Spoiler alert, but the devs also said spoiler alert. It's not that much of a. It might be. I don't know. But. make a whole game predicated on that I guess the game itself is a spoiler so
2: yeah it looks really cool I really dig the aesthetic it seems to have with the whole 80s and being like a lot more colorful and um, the twin girl protagonists are something I would never have really expected from a Wolfenstein game but uh, it looks awesome I'm totally ready to jump into that
1: yeah Yeah,
0: this is definitely one I think where we might pick up together and do some online co-op and play
1: Online co op, you know I'm in.
0: There's it's not triplets, Kyle.
1: Oh, so I'm (laughs) excluded? This is this is horseshit.
0: We'll hand you an unplugged controller and say that Look, I'm doing stuff. Stuff I'm doing
1: stuff. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Give you the the tyco third
1: party controller. And Kyle (laughs) says he's not bad at video games. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's how you keep me happy. Just hand me the unplugged one. Good. it's a ma- it's
0: a mad <laughs> cats actually not a nike <laughs> <Aren't you?
1: laughs> Mad oh, cat. Yeah.
0: Um, let's move on to the next day monday june 11th which was yesterday i guess um, square enix um, again a lot of these games they announced at previous um, conferences but their biggest one probably i don't know they have a lot of big ones shadow of the tomb raider we got a lot more news about this it's coming out pretty soon coming out in the fall september i believe um, got some more gameplay. It looks good. It looks fun.
1: Yeah, I played uh the first two and uh I I look at it as a a version of Uncharted that I enjoy more. I think it's just they they you know, they take that genre and kind of take it up a notch. I mean I think Uncharted is a great series, but I actually enjoy Tomb Raider a lot more, so and I'm excited to see uh this like apparent new darker version of Lara Croft. I think that could be really badass. I mean, she's badass to begin with, so, you know. I'm a sucker for RPG elements in a game, so when you compare it
0: to Uncharted, I think where it, like, has an edge on Uncharted is the fact that it has those RPG elements where you can kind of level up um, stats in your character, and it makes it a little more fun when you find things and get XP bonuses. Yeah, it's more more immersive to
1: me. It feels like it's me instead of, like, just a guy that I'm, you know.
0: Well, you're very attractive as a female guy.
1: Oh uh, th- yeah, thanks so much. You weren't supposed to tell people about that, but
0: no problem. Okay. Beyonce drop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't show um, them the photos.
0: Their <laughs> other big announcement. This one was leaked right before E3, and we talked about the last podcast. I said it didn't need to happen. It's happening anyway. Just cause for. Did you guys play oh, yeah. the last? Uh, well, they iteration? had to do
1: it. Just cause, you know.
0: So. <laughs> you're on yeah,
1: fire I mean, with the
2: puns. <laughs> i put i played that game um just because it was free on playstation plus
1: oh man
2: (laughs) so uh yeah i played a little bit i wasn't super hooked although it was pretty fun flying around and like blowing stuff up but um yeah you described uh, the
0: premise of the game perfectly blow shit up (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) you fly around and blow stuff up
1: stuff excuse me this game family podcast
0: on, on yeah. Apple Podcasts, we are actually I say no profanity. Demonetized. So. <laughs> oh, we are now no longer. On the I think podcast you can say app.
1: that on TV now, so that's actually not a profane word anymore.
0: We're good. We're golden. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just cause think, you wanted uh, to.
2: <laughs> I think the fact that Just Cause was sort of like uh, shown very close to all this other hype with uh, Rage 2 um, kind of hurts Just Cause, because honestly, Rage 2 looks a lot cooler as far as like the aesthetic and just craziness of it, but also being in that same sort of uh, wheelhouse of like destructive, just craziness um, type of gameplay. So, I don't know. I think Rage 2 kind of stole the thunder out of uh, Just Cause. So,
0: I don't know. We'll see how it does. We'll see. That comes out fairly soon too. I think like December, so... That's and, a yeah. much sooner than expected.
1: Yeah, no, that that one's nearing yeah. the end of its uh, the numbered the sequel, um, sounding coolness as well. Uh, the, you know, five is cool though, but Just Cause six, they need to do like Just Cause Infinite or something like that. So,
0: yeah, I mean, they should do it. You know, Just Cause, Just Cause, Cause. Um, uh, we <laughs> already talked way too much about that game and gave no information <laughs> about the actual game. So, so we Thank should so listening. we should do yes. more on that. <laughs> The, the the person that won't be listening to this podcast is thinking this is bad. The game they announced next was The Quiet Man, which looks like you play as a deaf guy, so mm. Mm, great lead in man. great lead into that game. That's a, that's an
1: interesting way to describe a deaf person, The Quiet Man. <laughs> like honestly, that's
0: the name of the uh, game. Yeah,
1: it, he's probably no. quiet because he can't hear. Okay.
0: They started off this game by showing like a live action trailer that's seamlessly blended into like a CGI gameplay trailer. I don't know. It looks cool. It looks like a fighting game and I guess you're deaf, so that could add like a lot of really cool situations um, and gameplay styles.
1: Yeah, it sounds like I'm trying to make a joke here, but I wonder what they're gonna do with the sound design for that game. It sounds like but mm. there might be like, you know, muffling, EQ.
0: Yeah, that's what yeah, I imagine as well. Uh, that's what I was Maybe, thinking. Yeah. As well. Maybe a I mean, few ch ch kind of things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. Some pew pews. Yeah, it's set in the Star Wars universe, apparently.
1: <laughs> yeah, it definitely.
0: <laughs> Speaking of cool universes, um, this game, um, from Platinum Games got everyone really excited. Babylon's Fall. Not much shown here. This is more of just like a trailer with words again where they kind of went through historic points but The Fall of Babylon is what I assume it's based on and it's from Platinum Games which has done some really great stuff in the past. So what do you guys think?
2: Um, I actually didn't have a chance to look at this one too closely yet um,
0: so that's that's all I have to say.
1: <laughs> Same they here. didn't
0: show much honestly um, but Platinum yeah. Games is best known for. They did the Nier um, Automata Game recently, yeah. and then they also did the Bayonetta games, which are very popular on Nintendo consoles. Do you guys think
2: that? Yeah, that I
1: think
0: they have proven themselves as a
2: as a good studio.
1: Yeah, not not to like you know go off track too much, but do you think when they do the just logo on the screen, really limited reveal? Do you guys actually find yourself being more excited about a game because you just it's more mysterious? I do not. You, you do, you'd rather see some stuff. I I think the thing that gets me the most excited, and again, we'll talk about
0: this. Um, to close out Sony's show but gameplay footage is what gets me because that's what makes you buy the game you want to see gameplay you know what I mean how does it actually function when I would be playing the game Mm -hmm. and that's really what gets me I mean I saw Super Smash Bros. Ultimate today which we'll again talk about later but I saw that and like oh I want to pre-order that game now which I I I don't pre-order games much either
2: I think that's a great question is uh, like why exactly do these uh publishers announce these games and have nothing to show except for a a title and uh on one hand it makes for a really cool moment because the whole you know crowd um erupts in applause the crowd goes so loud uh,
1: he opens his mouth yeah
2: (laughs) mom's spaghetti (laughs) um
1: but at the same time it sure a lot of you gamers had that for dinner mom's spaghetti came out of the basement oh yeah anyway. Why are
0: are you ridiculing our audience? I'm not. It's a joke. It's it's
1: a joke. We're all gamers. We've all ate our mom's spaghetti. So,
0: yeah. That sounds bad, too, man.
1: (laughs) Demonetized.
2: (laughs) Uh, There goes all of our money. But, yeah, I don't know. I think it doesn't provide much more. um, It has nothing, no value beyond just that cool moment, like, in that moment. So, Mm -hmm. I kind of wish these companies would Hold off until they could show a little bit more, at least like a little bit of gameplay or or a cool
0: cinematic that showed us what the game will be like. But that's just me. A game that we finally got a ton of gameplay for, which we've all been itching for. And more importantly, we got a release date for Kingdom Hearts 3 coming out January 29th, 2019. We saw some new worlds. We're getting a frozen world. So you know that everyone's (laughs) everyone's son and daughter will be obsessed with this game. And then we also Mm -hmm. saw a Pirate's World, which really caught me by surprise because they haven't done much with like, worlds with real people, I guess. Does that make sense?
1: Mm, It's like a Mario Odyssey situation, a New New Donk City vibes. Have they ever done it before? I
0: can't think of a situation they've done that before.
1: Uh, Real Mermaids, they did that.
0: No, that was a cartoon, Little Mermaid. Mm. (laughs) Although Disney right now is doing a ton of live-action remakes. They did Beauty and the Beast. That's true. They did to, the from, other one. To varying degrees <laughs> well, yeah, of Yeah, Jungle Book. That's what I was thinking of. Um, they <laughs> had The Lion King coming out, which... That looks kind of sick. I love live-action Lion King, because that means it's all CGI anyway, so...
1: Right. Yeah. It's kind of a...
0: <laughs> There's literally no people in that movie.
2: <laughs> Crazy. Oh, man. Anyway, yeah, gotta... it was really weird to see Johnny Depp standing next to Goofy. You know, two things I would never have imagined... <laughs> Being on the screen together, but.
0: right? That's the that's the cool thing about the Kingdom Hearts games. As you do get these worlds that come together in a way you never thought you'd see. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, so I, I this what this means is is I need to go back and play my, uh, you know, compilation for PS4 the the older games because I kind of stopped after I got that, and the the new trailer made me excited again because it's one of my favorite games from childhood. Honestly, I really loved Kingdom Hearts
0: definitely and if you haven't played any of the older ones they did announce that only on playstation will you be able to buy all of the games together so you get 1.5 remix 2.5 remix all those other ones in there um (laughs) 2.8 and 3 they have a great numbering system let's just call it kingdom hearts infinite
1: yeah
0: (laughs) jump the gun on your guys
1: no i I was just i was helping you bring it home man that's what i did
0: i I brought it home for you um (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's, I I mean I hey, I mean there I don't has there ever been well, yes, the answer is yes, but like this much hype and build up over such a long period of time for a game. I mean, it's probably hasn't happened too many times, but and
0: surprisingly, it looks really good too. It looks better than I even thought it would. But I think it's also you're looking at it with um, Rose colored glasses where you're like, remember how one and two looked and those came out so long ago and then on PS2. So like anything that looks better than that is going to look great.
1: Yeah, but I, I just think I like how it stays true. Like you can't kind of, you don't feel like you're playing such an updated why well, I didn't play it. But w- just looking at it like you don't it doesn't look so far removed from those old games. It's just like kind of like yep. they just brought it to the new 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 era. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I agree. I think that they actually pulled off, like, mixing together so many different, like, styles of visuals, like live action, uh, like the, you know, CG look, and then also purely animated, like 2D animated stuff. At least that's where it started with, like, Goofy and Mickey and everything. Um, Somehow those all work together on screen at the same time, and I think they, they did a good job with that.
0: Exactly, so excited to finally get my hands on that game, have had it pre-ordered, I think it'll be five years by the time it actually comes out, so that's a record.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I made a, my last last time's joke was uh, that I pre-ordered it when I was going through puberty, so. <laughs> it's, it's close to accurate. Yeah, I'm still going through it, so. Oh, so a couple years ago? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same joke <laughs> I did last time. <laughs> well, this might be the first one people heard, so we can repeat some early oh, okay. material, yeah. you know.
0: Just cause we can. Just
1: cause. Infinite. Oh, <laughs> wow.
0: oh man. Nice. And Very people, nice. turn it off.
1: Let's You're move on to the us. next conference. We appreciate you. And good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we, pred-
0: we predicted this next game pretty well when we talk about Ubisoft's conference. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. We didn't know the name, but we said probably an Assassin's Creed game that follows... Um, the Origins pattern and uses the same engine and that's exactly what this is it looks very very similar to Origins um, which was a very fun game but I don't know I think they need to kind of separate themselves sometime I think they did a world of good when they stepped back and took a longer look at the series and the franchise and what they wanted to do so for them to kind of drop this so quickly after Origins and for it to look so similar I don't know I think it'll be a good game it'll be fun but I like to see some new innovations in my games sometimes.
1: Yeah, and for me, I think Egypt. Well, I haven't, you know, you can't judge a book before it comes out. But I think Egypt. Unless it has a sucky cover. Right. You can judge mm-hmm. it based on the cover. But um, <laughs> to me, to me, Egypt is one of the coolest uh, and most interesting historical periods and civilizations. And I think. Uh, not that Greece isn't, but I think just Egypt has it beat, and they dropped that one first, so it's making it a little less exciting for me.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking forward to uh, Assassin's Creed Galaxy, and then later on down the road, Assassin's Creed 64.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> Speaking of another sequel game, The Division 2, um, a Destiny-type game. They announced raids are coming to the Division 2.
1: Mm-hmm. Everyone likes
0: raids. I think it's it's eight people in this game, though, so that's fun. Um, it looks better than the first one. I think they learned their lesson from the first one. They said a lot of the season pass stuff is going to be free, at least for the first year. Um, so kind of, kind of taking a cue from Destiny of what doesn't work and what people don't want to do, and that's keep paying for this stuff. They just want to buy the game and be able to play it with their friends and... Be able to still play with their friends when, even when their friends get a new uh, DLC.
1: Yeah, that's super understandable because <laughs> that is kind of frustrating. Um.
2: Yeah, I think the raids are a good move for the, for them. Um, that seems to be a popular thing in these multiplayer games, so uh, I'm sure
0: it'll it'll be a hit. We'll see. Yeah, and last thing we'll talk about with Ubisoft is Beyond Good and Evil Two. Still, they just showed us a new cinema... <coughs> They just showed us a new cinematic trailer. Um, not much to talk about here. Looks it's looking promising. Looks like they're gonna keep working on it. There's a lot of fear that it wouldn't come out, but it's good to see some more stuff from the game, even if it's only cinematic.
2: Yeah, the cinematic like trailer looked like just as good and amazing as any like Pixar or any animated film I've ever seen. Like visually, looked awesome. Um, I wish they kind of told us more about what the game's going to be about, since it, it was basically just a short film
0: that they showed. But yeah, still no uh, idea. We'll but it's crazy how good yeah. computer animation has gotten to the point where, like, so many studios, just video game studios, can basically make movies now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's not just John Lasseter and crew anymore. It's
0: not. It is not. Speaking of John Lasseter and happy things, let's talk about the Last of Us Two trailer. <laughs> <laughs> and the Sony oh, press conference. Ooh, they started this off on a high note. They gathered people into a church-like setting, which they emphasized many, many times. Thank you for coming to this church. You fulfilled your obligation for Sunday since you're in this church. Church. I was like, why church. Do they, why do they keep harping on church so much? And then The Last mm-hmm. of Us 2 trailer started, and the setting in that trailer was the same exact setting that they brought all these people in to watch the trailer. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty creative. Um, And then, seamlessly, from the cinematic trailer, they went into gameplay. And this is one of the best gameplay trailers I think I've ever seen. If the game actually comes out looking like this, with the gameplay style looking like this, like, the animations were so smooth. There's a part where Ellie's running, she picks up a bottle without stopping and throws it all, like, in one motion. I was like, if I can do that in the game, this will be the greatest game of all time.
1: Yeah, it was uh (laughs) a... I was watching it live, obviously, at the same time you were, Zach, and I just kept uh, hitting you up on the Slack channel. I was just like, damn, damn, is this real? Like, it was... <laughs> I thought it was... Uh, it, I Like you said, seriously, like, the best... If that is the actual graphics that we're going to get when the game releases, that's the best graphics I've ever seen in a video game. Like, honestly.
2: Yeah, I agree. I was totally captivated watching the gameplay because it was so uh, fluid and tense and... Uh, Ellie was just running all around the map like crazy and um, yeah it just looked so fluid and uh, overall I think the theme thematically uh, it looks way darker than the previous Last of Us game which was already really dark Um, and just like from a violence uh, point of view like we saw some disemboweled guts and she was starting to hack away at this guy's neck at the end of it and uh, yeah pretty intense but it looks awesome, I have to say.
1: Yeah, I love. I loved how the uh you know, it was like her embracing, kissing her lover and then it's like all this violence going on and then it's sandwiched again with like a happy moment, so it's like I don't know, I thought that was really powerful, kinda like Scorsese, how he puts happy music behind his uh, you know, murder scenes and stuff, it kinda makes you feel like, oh, you know, look little, little, yeah, the ju- little the juxtaposition weird. Yeah. is yeah. Hashtag Lancaster, hashtag yeah. juxtaposition. That's what we're here distance. for. We're here for the hashtags. <laughs> here to teach you some valuable
0: vocabulary. It's amazing how good a job Naughty Dog does with just small things like animations. She gets shot by an arrow, and there's an animation of her like pulling out the arrow or her pulling out the arrow of another person that was shot to like take that arrow to use. It's crazy. Like that's stuff you never think about. So many video games just like you hold X, you grab the arrow, and it kind of just disappears from in front of you, and it's in your inventory, versus like here they actually go through the whole process of like, how did you acquire that. And it's the attention to detail that I think makes Naughty Dog Games amazing.
1: Yeah, that's what separates the boys from the men.
0: Yeah, totally. The next game also had a lot of attention to detail in the gameplay trailer we saw from Sucker Punch, Uh, ghost of tsushima i believe i'm pronouncing that correctly but this game looked really fun you're kind of like a samurai um old school japanese setting where you're running around the wind's blowing there's leaves blowing anywhere everywhere and you got to take out some other bad guys bad samurais maybe i don't know what they're called but a lot of a lot of good sword play
1: a lot of samurai games coming out (laughs) two
0: yeah three (laughs) No, then uh, I got the same
1: Was it Neo know, Two, two as well? Samurai. Neo
2: Samurai. Two. Uh, yeah, I thought the colors of this game, Hello? like in that flower field when it first opened, were like looking really awesome. And um, I also liked how the combat was pretty slow paced. Actually, like it it felt substantial and almost like the first Dark Souls game, where you have to take things really slowly and methodically. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited for that game.
0: Yeah, no no firm release date on this one any. Um, As of yet, Sucker Punch did great work with the Infamous series, so I'm excited to see what they do here. Um, And then we brought up this game a lot throughout this podcast today. Neo 2 is coming out. They got, like, a short one-minute kind of just thrown in their announcement, but I think a lot of people are excited about this.
1: Yeah, I thought the first one was super solid. Um, I didn't actually complete the game. You know, I got sidetracked. Something else came out. I started playing that, whatever. But uh, I thought Neo was an awesome... uh, adaptation of the Souls series style, and, uh, but it had its own, it had its own aesthetic, which I thought was really cool, but you know, I think Shadows Die Twice is what I'm looking to get, <laughs> as I said before.
0: So, the next game that kind of caught me by surprise, and didn't see it coming, but it, it actually had me excited. I sent you guys some gameplay of this game, right before we started here. Resident Evil 2 Remaster. Nice. Oh yeah. Hey. Unexpected unexpected i I love seeing remasters of games that actually like need a remaster like this is a ps1 game you know what i mean the graphics needed some updating and it looks good originally in the first trailer this the cinematic trailer didn't look as like that great but then i sent you the gameplay i was like oh this actually looks this looks fun it it looks creepy it has that uh, brought back everything from it like you have no bullets basically and you gotta survive
1: uh yeah. yeah it looks awesome yeah, I, I, uh, I saw a tweet from uh, Matt Sohinki, who is uh, formerly a Smosh Games and now Toaster Ghost that he started. Um, you know, I used to I used to work at Smosh Games, but uh, he tweeted that he played the game and it felt and and played awesome. So I, I'm excited too.
0: Nice. Um, any input, Casey?
2: Uh, I'm very excited for it. I n- I never actually played the original you know Resident Evil 2, but I really dig how this looks like a complete remake and uh yeah, it looks looks fun and I'm I'm definitely down to play it. I loved Resident Evil 7. Played that whole thing in VR and it was uh quite the experience. So Did you I'm cry? For more. Did you cry when you I I cried 100% of the time.
1: It he cries but
2: all the time. That's just my normal status quo, yeah. That's <laughs> weird that he's not right now. Yeah, it's
1: it's quite a rare thing that right now it's the, the tears of. I can just picture but. him just like shrieking in in <laughs> fear with the headset on. Like, well, when you have the headset on, the the tears get collected in there. So,
0: yeah, it adds to the experience. <laughs> bit, <laughs> uh, you guys Maybe. just segued that perfectly because we we're talking about <laughs> crying, so let's talk about Death Stranding. Let's which talk I about still have no idea. getting your emotions
1: well, out in a healthy manner.
0: That's what <laughs> that's apparently what Death Stranding is about. There's. Norman Reedus is crying a lot. There's some babies. I'm delivering packages. Maybe. I love
1: I love, the, I love that the that trend in games now that you see a trailer and you're like, wait, that's an actor I've seen. Like we're getting to the you know I mean it's happened. I didn't. What that wasn't the first one. Kevin Spacey, which that guy. I mean, that, that guy's a, that probably guy's not a, the first one. That, but yeah, he was in. That guy's a giant. Yikes. Call, these it, days. call of duty. Oof. Too soon. But uh, yeah, too <laughs> soon. But anyway, no, I like that. I th- I think it's cool. It's like it's becoming. More like you're seeing a movie trailer. It's like kind of blurring the lines, you know. Do you guys have any idea what this game is about though? Does anyone? (laughs) No. No,
2: it's it's extremely cryptic, and uh, I I wasn't actually very impressed with what appeared to be the gameplay of him just sort of like running around these landscapes with a backpack on. Mm. But um, I kind of read a little bit more about it, and um, especially going off of like the final scene of that gameplay trailer where he obviously had, like, a baby in his, like, canister attached to some sort of sensor that was sensing, like,
0: these otherworldly mm-hmm. entities. And, um...
2: You described that way
0: better than I was going to. <laughs> I was going to say it was, like, a baby fan that...
2: Yeah, a baby fits. fan that shows stuff. I'm a baby uh, <laughs> fan.
1: I find them adorable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I think it's going off of, uh... um the fact that, you know, maybe these babies can see things... That adults can't in this world, and um, therefore they need them to kind of navigate this, this uh, territory or whatever. I don't know. We'll see. It looks very in- stylish.
0: It looks like Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, but with Norman Reedus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't. Know. I have no idea what it is. It looks like a puzzle solving. I am no. I literally have no idea. I'll, I'll be. I'll know. be
1: honest. Things like that intrigue me more than like an Assassin's Creed announcement because. I think it, you know, you, you really don't know what it's about, and I kind of like puzzle elements more than I like the, I mean, like we already said, the open world thing isn't our favorite, but um, I, I like I like cryptic stuff like that. I really do. I love seeing yeah.
0: new things, too, you know what I mean? Like pushing the video game industry to its limits, like what will people actually accept and what will people actually enjoy? And I think Kojima's really going for that here.
1: Yep, yeah, well... Absolutely. He has some masterpieces under his belt, so let's let, let the man do what he's doing. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> let's see what happens with Death Stranding. Hopefully we get some more info soon. This next game has a ton of info out, and it's coming out really soon, and boy, does it look good. I think the last gameplay video they did actually after like E3 was over was what really got me when they showed the open world of Spider-Man going through Manhattan, uh, Marvel Spider-Man, from insomniac games this game just looks like pure fun i think that's the best way to describe it
2: mm-hmm. yeah the, the fluidity of all of his moves and like just how many different attacks he seemed to have like you know shooting like little web things and uh you know swinging objects around and hitting people uh yeah it looks extremely promising and, and just pure fun and uh I have, I have pretty good high hopes for that game
1: Yeah, I kind of like liken it to, you know, the Arkham series, um, as far as how cool, I mean, Batman, I think he is my favorite superhero, but I think in video game form, those games are incredible, don't get me wrong, but I think for video games, having Spidey's sense of humor and his youthfulness and everything that goes along with that, I think that just is going to make for a hell of a good time, like in a, you know, sitting down and playing through that game, and just uh, the level of detail, I saw that Sometimes when you're swooping down through the city, um, you hear you hear like dialogue from characters kind of surprised that you're swooping through the city, and I just think that's cool. All that stuff looks awesome. This is definitely, I
0: think, out of like all the games I saw at E3, I mean, a lot of them aren't as far along, obviously, as Spider-Man, but this is one I saw. I was like, yeah, definitely going to buy that one.
1: Peter oh, yeah. Parker.
0: There were some so, other games I saw. Just showing along.
1: my... my Comic book knowledge by dropping that name. uh, I think
0: Miles Miles Morales is actually in it as well. They Uh, confirmed that the other Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh Anyway, and
1: Tobey Maguire is confirmed in it.
0: Then (laughs) Andrew Garfield and um, Tom Holland as well. Mm
1: -hmm. It's like like a big (laughs) Spider-Man orgy. So demonetized.
0: No. Speaking of (laughs) orgies, it looks like the villains are having one because it looks like the Sinister Six are back. They showed five main villains. And then they kind of teased a six one at the end, which people are trying to speculate who it is. Probably the Green Goblin would make a lot of sense. Was main adversary? Most people know him. Yes, yes. We'll see. I'd love to see the Sinister Six. My boy Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe confirmed. This guy knows the Spider-Man movies.
1: I'm just a great. I'm great <laughs> with casts and, and
0: actors.
1: This guy knows stuff. He has IMDb <laughs> up right now. This guy knows how to use wait, IMDb. Wait, wait, you saw that? <laughs> Click. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
0: some other games I'm excited to buy came from Nintendo's conference today. They didn't announce a lot, but they announced two things that I think we're all really excited for, and that's Super Mario Party.
1: Yes, that was that was in mm-hmm. my quick, what would you call that? Quick jabs? Quick uh, Quick cuts. Quick cuts. See, that quick was cut the, scene. the... uh Yeah, the... The, the uh, segment that was just thrown in our faces with no preparation, but uh, I'm still I forgive uh, I'm that. still reeling from that experience. But yes, super super uh, Mario Party. It's a game you can play with anybody, obviously, and it, it just looks cool. I like it.
2: Yeah, uh, I am super excited for that. I love the Mario Party games when they came out on N64. I think I had every one of them. And uh, yeah, I just love the whole mini game kind of style, and I'm sure we'll uh, see a lot of cool stuff with the new title.
1: Yeah, we, we were literally discussing today. Um, you know, obviously we live on separate coasts: New York, Pennsylvania, California, and we're already planning like when's our actual real life Mario Party that we're gonna go play this game. We're gonna we'll we'll we'll, we'll make it happen, guys. Yeah, we'll make it happen. Which actually made me think: No Do girls announce- allowed. I'll bring the Doritos.
0: Did they announce <laughs> online for Super Mario Party? Because it seems like it's a perfect game for that. I know a lot of people like playing in person. Honestly, we all do. We're planning the trip. But online would <laughs> be super fun for this game as well.
1: Mm. Yeah, that could be said about um, a I'm whole sure. bunch of games. Online co-op or online function. Um, the next
0: game is very online. Fortnite, which they also dropped today on the same day they announced it. And we talked about Unravel 2 and how we like to see that. I mean, that's was pretty obviously going to happen. This game is massive right now. So, Fortnite on the Nintendo Switch.
1: Yeah, they probably couldn't... Uh, they couldn't have afforded to wait, even, almost. It's just like... Might as well start yeah. collecting the, the moolah Extra now. Extra
0: tens of millions. It seems like it's a pretty easy game for them to port based on how they're just throwing it everywhere. Based on the, so. on the
1: PS2 graphics.
2: Yeah, it's pretty crazy how many <laughs> platforms it's, it's on, but uh, <laughs> I think it has to do with the fact that they created the engine that it's running on so I'm sure they have full um, you know control over
0: everything with that good for them they figured out a way to make money with a free game and you don't even all the stuff we talked about the last game it's uh, the last podcast it's all cosmetic stuff really that you pay for so good for them I think that's the way we like to see um, free to play games being done couldn't agree more and lastly let's wrap up with not infinite but ultimate. Oh yeah, that's the that's the ultimate. other
1: the other good uh, uh, cut. Yeah, it's uh,
0: infinite, eternal, and ultimate.
1: <laughs> we we gotta as we do more of these episodes, we gotta do a little tally of how many mm-hmm. games use that. Those those, those are three. My,
0: That those are my quick cuts for endings for a video game title. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, they really caught me by surprise with this one by saying every single character from every single Super Smash Bros. ever is available in this one. And then also some new characters thrown in there as well.
1: That's how you get people excited, right there. Yeah, I was very surprised.
2: Even, like, you know, Mega Man and Snake are back, which is really cool because uh, I honestly wasn't expecting that. But yeah, this is going to be a great game. I'm, I'm sure it'll be hugely popular. And the fact that they also are going to support GameCube controllers, which I know the hardcore uh, Smash Brother players like to use that controller, um, so I think I think this is a recipe for massive success for them.
1: Yeah, I, l- I like how they're they are incorporating um, like game bl- gameplay tweaks from Smash Four to this one, as far as like incorporating a little more of the speed of melee into it, is what I heard, and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I'm not a huge Smash guy, but I've been recently getting into more like fighting games. I know it's not exactly the quintessential like standard fighting game; it has a lot more going on. But uh, definitely excited for this one. I think the just the roster alone that's going to offer so much variety, and it's you know, I mean, just the fact that there's that many characters in one
0: game gives a lot of value. Is it like 36? They def- they- Something like that? Uh, they- at least there's way more than that. There's like 50 something more than that. There's like 70 or something. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah.
2: Ridley. looks really cool. I was, I was uh, happy to see him making an yeah, appearance that was, and just that was the announcement up,
0: that a lot of people were super excited about just straight up murdered uh, mega man and Mario. <laughs> <laughs> you need a murderous character in the super smash Bros. world. There hasn't been enough too yeah. many jiggly puffs. Yeah, but we're out of games to talk about. That's all we got. That was a lot, though. There's a lot of games, a lot of, a, lot, a lot of stuff at E3. It's always a fun event every year. Can't wait until next year. What, what are your guys' final takeaways?
2: Yeah, I thought overall uh, a really solid showing. Um, I know people had some predictions for, for other things um, that we didn't see. Uh, I'd be interested in hearing what you guys missed um, or wish you would have seen. For me, it was... Uh, I wish we would have seen a splinter cell announcement of some sort. I think that Definitely. game would have been cool to to see as well as a little bit more information on a Metroid prime four would have been really cool, but, uh, I'm sure they're hard at work at, on that. So all we can do is wait, but, uh, yeah. Is there anything you guys wish we could have seen that we
0: didn't? You know what? May- maybe that should be our next podcast. I'll throw out a sample here. Bloodborne Two is one we talked about a lot. We didn't get to see that. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. gonna I
1: was yeah. gonna say that, but I didn't want to be the, the From fanboy once again. Um, <laughs> but but uh, we did get there um, that v the VR uh, PlayStation exclusive from software game. Yeah, that but one
2: looks really interesting. Um, as I was uh, very talking to Kyle about earlier, it it. There are some is some speculation that it might be related to Bloodborne in like a prequel kind of manner, but it looks like a very different type of games. And the fact that it's VR kind of doesn't make me believe in that totally. But um, yeah, we'll see.
0: I'm, I'm sure it'll be interesting because it's from From Software. Mm, just cause. Well, we're gonna wrap up this episode of the podcast. Thank you for joining us on our E3 wrap up episode. This has been Now Loading, a video game podcast.